there. We're coming at you from the green couch here at BCP. We call Grady the brewery baby. Sleeping through the night for a baby means waking up at 4.30. Do we want to pay a bunch of money for our baby to cry in a different state? That's a good thing my wife's not here. I have no clue what I'm doing. Help. Please send help. I'm your host, Kylie Rogers Strahan, Account Executive and Digital Marketing Director. Today I'm joined by my co-host, Catherine Furland, our copywriter and digital specialist. Hello. We're here also with Tim Mulvaney, one of our talented designers. We're going to be chatting about work-life balance because everybody needs it. We believe in hard work here at BCP, but at the end of the day, we all have families and other commitments to go home to. It can sometimes be challenging to navigate the balance between your professional passions and your home life and no one to kind of turn off the day. And that happens every day, but it's necessary to prevent the long-term burnout so that way you can continue on. Hey, Tim. Welcome. Thank you. What brings you in here today? <laughs> well, uh, I'm hoping you guys can give me some advice on work-life balance because I could definitely use some yeah. in so, different areas. For those who don't know, what what does your life look like outside of work? A lot of people know you as a designer, but what else? Uh, yeah, so outside of these doors, um, I am a husband and a father. Uh, fairly new father. Um, so we have just over a one-year-old at home. So the last year has been basically working on the work-life balance of trying to meet all of my required responsibilities here and still find time for both of them. So um, I commute also. So that is another struggle sometimes, uh, especially when it comes to like accomplishing things when we get home, because I feel like I'm very motivated when I leave here and then the drive home, I'm like, I could just use a nap by the time I get there. <laughs> I so get to feel relaxed a little right. bit. Right. Yeah. What, are so, you ta- what are you talking about? Your commute's only like five minutes. Yeah. I mean, 50-ish. <laughs> yeah. A little off a little there. longer. Yeah. And we all know Catherine from other podcasts that have been on, but tell us a little bit more besides copywriting, digital, what do you do outside of the doors? So I'm kind of in a similar boat to Tim. I'm uh, I'm married and I have a new baby. Baby Frankie is about three months old at this point and my husband and I own a home and that comes with all sorts of fun responsibilities when things break and, you know, yard work needs to be done and it all kind of piles up. Um... And so, and we're also really involved in our church. We have lots of commitments uh, with with that community throughout the week that take up our time and, of course, friends and all of that kind of stuff. And trying to find time to sleep with the little one. Mm-hmm. So you guys have full days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Ooh, Do you ever get a full night's sleep? Well, uh, define full. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see, recommended seven to eight hours. Do you get any of that? No, no. I mean, seven's kind of max, but as um, as our traffic manager, Patty, seems to think, of, uh, sleeping through the night for a baby means waking up at 4.30. And so if that is the, the measure, you know, I sometimes hit that. But go. for the most part, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I disagree with the 4.30 in the morning thing as a full night's sleep. Um, but we, we're a little bit closer to the home stretch of getting full night's sleep. So... I can usually fit in eight hours of sleep, which isn't so bad. Seven or eight is good. Do you feel then with all these commitments that you are 
good at work-life balance, Tim? Or do you struggle at anything or your strong suits? Uh, I think that I'm pretty good at the work side of it and trying to fit in time with family. Mm -hmm. I think where I struggle is the other stuff. So whether it's house projects or whether it's actually going out and having fun just the wife and I or or whatever that may look like, those are the things that like priority-wise I think we're still working on after a year in of the little one. Um, and especially with the commute too, I feel like by the time I get home, you know, I, you know, I pick him up on my way home and then we get home, I play with him for an hour, we make dinner, and then by the time I clean up dinner, he's ready for bed. And so um, if just kind of trying to wait, balance those, well, I could go, you know, here pretty soon it'll be warm enough out where it'll be like, uh, I could go mow the lawn and not see Grady until tomorrow. <laughs> right. Or I can see Grady for an hour and I can mow in the dark. Yeah. So um, those are safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you could be done quicker because in the dark you're not able to see what you missed. That's so true. you're just like, done mowing. <laughs> That's true. Like, what have you learned so far to kind of balance? Like, how do you find that kind of strong part to balance your relationship, even with, you know, with your wife or? Uh, so one of the things that I've found, um, I actually heard it on a podcast. I don't remember which podcast, but it, it was called the one minute rule. And I have used that a ton, especially in the like last six months. And basically the concept behind it is if it's anything that would take you less than a minute, just do it right then versus just pushing it off and saying, oh, well, I need to take the trash out, but I'll do it later. Um, because odds are you won't make it back to it. Um, so I've really tried to do that because it makes a huge difference when you start to like build up this huge amount of one-minute projects. Right. Um, and so that is that's one that I've picked up along the way that I that really like stuck with me and seems to make a little bit of a difference. And I think a lot of it just has to do with like your your expectations and the pressure that you put on yourself too. You have to just adjust because you may have a perception of how it's going to go and how like you're going to still be able to accomplish this and and realistically like you have to be able to just kind of give yourself some grace and be like all right you know what if we don't get to vacuum today it's not the end of the world like we can get back to it tomorrow or mm -hmm. or whatever that's just not the top priority so definitely and that's extended through every part of my life since having Frankie um especially in, into my professional life I'm very much a morning person and despite the fact that I wake up at 4 30 now um I used to pre-baby get into the office at like 7 30 and I loved it because it was quiet and I was super productive and I got everything done and now I'm super lucky if I make it in right at 8 30 and half the time I have to send a frantic text message saying I forgot the bottles at home I'm gonna be late <laughs> and um yeah and so just, I need to do a better job of setting a better expectation for myself. Like, you know, things look different now. So I've got to figure out how to balance it all. Mm -hmm. 
you feel, for either of you, do you feel like you're able to manage those responsibilities, like not even the fun ones, like grocery shopping, um, laundry, like the tasks that nobody wants to do when they get home? How do you, besides the one-minute rule, because those take longer than one minute. Yeah, they do. So <laughs> how do you, I know I'm a big fan of grocery delivery, and I don't even have kids, so deliver it up for me. But for you guys, like, how do you handle kind of those those responsibilities that nobody ever wants to do no matter what. I wake up super early on Saturday morning and I try to go to the grocery store at off times. Uh, so you'll find me at Meyer at like 10 PM on a Friday because I really am trying to get all of that done when there's the least amount of crowds and I don't have to try and wrangle a baby or, you know, fight people in the parking lot or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then this makes me sound very homemaker-ish, but um, I really thrive on freezer meals. If, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because I just really, if if I don't plan out what we're going to have for dinner, we are going to have Taco Bell. <laughs> and so we can't have Taco Bell realistically every night. And so the freezer meals has been a big lifesaver uh, for me. Mm-hmm. But I would totally tap into a grocery delivery service. I'm all about that um, or anything else to make my life easier. But I... I guess I I can't think of many other things that would, I don't know. Am I missing something? Is Tim, you tell me. Am I missing Uh, something? Is there some, like, (laughs) magic thing to make my life easier that I'm missing? I mean, uh, we have, we've tried the curbside pickup. Mm. We have not, we seem to be, like, out of range of every grocery delivery, like, just by a mile here and there. Yeah. So we haven't been able to try that one, but we have done curbside, and that, has helped on occasion. Um, Before I had Frankie, I had a lot of questions about whether or not I was going to now work from home um, because there's a lot of stay-at-home moms in my family and everyone was really like, oh, well, you can just work from home with the baby, right? I think it's been a long time since you had a baby person because (laughs) I cannot get anything done. Mm, Like, even in my personal life, when the baby's there, I eat vacuuming, you know, something so simple. So there's no way that I can put in a full eight hours with a baby there. I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, I think people sometimes don't always think about just how demanding they are. But Speaking of working from home, do you ever take work home, so after hours, or, you know, do you try to shut it off right at the office, or do you try to take some stuff home with you? Unfor- you know, fortunately, uh, unfortunately, sometimes agency life, it is very fast-paced, and we have deadlines to meet. So what does that look like for both of you? Uh, so I do occasionally take stuff home. Um, as you both know, I work from home on Wednesdays, so I obviously always take stuff home. Um, and, and I also usually use Tuesday night as kind of my, like, catch-up time, too. Um, so, yeah, I have that to look forward to. Um, but it, it just gives me, it being the middle of the week, it gives me the opportunity to, like, regroup, catch-up, play catch-up before the end of the week if I need to. And it really, um, really, more than anything, allows me to, focus in on one thing um, because it's so fast paced when we're here in the office and there's so much going on every day. Um, sometimes it's hard to like really lock in on a project and just crank it out. And so I really find that when I do take something home, I have that ability to just focus on that. And I, and sometimes I'll even like 
specifically take home just that project so that that way there's no way that I can get distracted from it. Um, if it's a big project, I'll just be like, okay, I'm going to focus solely on this. And then that way I can't get distracted by the little projects that probably could wait until the following day or whatever. So do you, um, I find it pretty easy to unplug. <laughs> do you guys ever have like troubles with that? Or how do you know when it's actually time that you should unplug? And what do you do if, when that happens? I do my best to unplug at the end of every day uh, because if I don't actively decide to do it, I will kind of obsess about things um, during the weeknights and into the weekend. And so, yeah, I also use my drive home, though much shorter than Tim's, to try and decompress and decide what's kind of worth my thought space that night and what can I just let go of and deal with tomorrow. Because um, some things are worth thinking about, you know, at night. Um, and that's actually a reason kind of going back to our previous question, why I'm, I really try not to bring work home because I, I have a hard time. It's, it's very important to me to make a distinction between the two of them. And when I start to mix my home life and my work life, it it kind of negatively affects all of it. Um, I do occasionally from time to time bring it home if the investment at home seems like it'll help me the next week and all that. Uh, but for the most part, I, I try to actively, uh, actively unplug. Right. Right. That's good. So how do you guys make the most of non-work time? So not the grocery shopping, not the gotta redo my house projects, but just kind of the fun stuff. Going to a brewery. I know that's up in Tim's Alley. Yeah, that's... (laughs) You know, going out, hanging out with friends, traveling, going back home to see your family. Catherine, how do you guys make time to do all that? I'll let Tim go first. Um, So we are very guilty of... We, we call Grady the brewery baby because that's what we like to do in our spare time is go explore a new brewery in town or whatever. And so he has been to his fair share of breweries with us. Um, even when he was really little and like just sleeping in a carrier, we would take him in and um, sit there and get some food and just kind of relax and decompress, um, especially on Friday evenings, we would do that. So, um, we both get home from work and decide to go somewhere and do something like that. Um, as far as the traveling one, I feel like we haven't done a very good job of that. Uh, because as Catherine can probably relate to, um, you have to like weigh whether anywhere, anytime that you go anywhere with a a young kid, you have to like weigh whether it's worth the trip and the hassle of it all. Um, so that's something like we're now that he's up and moving and very much more active. It's something that we're like hoping that we can do, um, soon, but we've, we've been fairly hunkered down for a good year or so. (laughs) Are you feeling that itch to get out? Yeah, I, I'm not as much of a, like, vacationer as my wife Kelly is, but she, like, she needs that, like, to kind of, because she, she struggles to not take work home, too, and so she's been itching for, like, six months or more to, like, go on a cruise or get out of state and just be able to um, kind of get a break from it all, mm-hmm. but uh, we haven't done it yet. 
because it kind of, for me, it's like, well, do we do that? Do we want to pay a bunch of money for our baby to cry in a different state? <laughs> or should we just save our money and have him cry here? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, what man. about you, Catherine? Oh, man, I love that. Um, I try to really take advantage of the weekends. Um, this is more of an ideal than a reality, but I try to think of the weekends like vacation in, in that I try to set aside one day where there's nothing on the agenda. Like I said, it's very ideal. It doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. But when there's nothing on the agenda, um, I just feel a little more relaxed. And I don't feel like I have to multitask because sometimes I can fall into a bad habit of, I'm like playing with Frankie and folding laundry and watching Netflix at the same time. And then that's not really um, quality time that fills me up and fills my tank and helps me get through the week. And so um, I try and literally unplug, not be looking at screens and all that kind of stuff, and then just set aside time that's completely unstructured. Um, and that helps me kind of make the most of that time. That's when I'll, I'll uh, you know, have fun, spontaneous moments with family and friends. Um, and, yeah. Perfect. All right, so to wrap up today's episode, we're going to do some rapid fire questions. Um, they're going to be fairly easy, so no, don't get scared. Um, but I'll have you both answer, so when I do it. But say the first thing that comes to your mind. Um, okay, so if you were to have a free half hour to watch a Netflix show, what do you watch, Catherine? Um, that new show nailed it oh. with the with the f- baking fails because mm-hmm. um, in a previous life I really enjoyed baking and so I, I like watching that. Yes, get some inspiration. How about you, Tim? Uh, we are avid Netflixers, so that's a tough one. But our go-to is. Uh, escape to the countryside or it's maybe it's escape to the country Uh, it's basically like the british version of house hunters um so it's it's almost identical like they show (laughs) them yeah they show three different houses and they go through the process of like where they're moving to but it's kind of cool you just get to like learn about the country that they're you know little cities and they it's just I don't know, a little bit different than House Hunters, mm-hmm. but very interesting. And you don't have to, like, really focus in on it. So if you do want to try and fold laundry or, like, kind of accomplish something at the same time, it can just be on in the background. And right. So. The Brits awesome. do television better, I yeah. think. Anyways. They always have, like, cuter homes, too. Well, probably because they're just a little bit different. And they're much up. less mean to each mm-hmm. other. And, yeah, it's always more delightful. Yeah. British baking show. Hello. Yeah. My favorite. We're really like late at night and then I'm like, I'm really hungry. Ooh, yeah. I really want a croissant. Yeah. Yes. Like somebody whip me that like whip that up for me. <laughs> um, what is your worst time management habit, Tim? Uh, so that doesn't really apply to work stuff, but at home my worst habit is I it's a good thing my wife's not here. Uh, I don't come complete the projects very often like I start them I get them 95% complete but then I kind of get bored with the project when it's because it's like so close and it's just like the minor details at the very end and then like I get anxious to jump into the next project and so so you have like a cabinet door without a handle 
Right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, the perfect example right now is we have a light above our dining table that there is no light. It's just hanging wires. <laughs> and it's been like that for roughly two years. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So. We'll be fine. Yeah. But the rest of the kitchen's done. So it was just like, and then I moved on to another project. Yeah. So that, I'm very guilty of that because I just kind of like get bored with it. I'm like, oh, it's close enough. And I'm really excited about this one. So I'll start the next one. How much will you pay me to not tell Kelly about this podcast? Oh, she is <laughs> just fully aware. <laughs> I'm just glad she's not here so that she can't like chime oh, in and, in, yeah. <laughs> and make me sound even worse than I already did. <laughs> What about you, Catherine? I'm really ashamed to admit this, but Facebook. And it's both at work and at home. It's the, you know, you, you start out with a purpose and yeah. then all of a sudden, 15 minutes later, you're like, you know, knee deep in this really ad for this really weird niche product. Yes. And you're like, yes, I need this. Yes. So. Totally. Especially, um... When you're managing clients' mm-hmm. Facebook pages, mm-hmm. and you're like trying to find stuff to share, and all of a sudden you're on Pinterest and you're trying to find something to share, so it's meant for work. But then you're like, oh, that's a really cute project. Let me just check that out. Fifteen minutes later, you're like, where? I went down a rabbit hole that I did not want to go down. Or you're like, what? A raccoon scaled a building? Yeah. I need to find out more about this. Yes. <laughs> what is his name? Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, last one. Um, free flight to anywhere in the world. Where do you go and who do you take with you? Tim. Catherine. She's, she's, she's looking at you. I'm going to make oh. you go first. Um, <laughs> mine would be Ireland. Uh-huh. Um, Kelly and I went to Ireland for our honeymoon and spent two weeks over there and absolutely loved it. I think that's probably partially why we watch Escape to the Country, too, because it brings back some of those memories from that trip. Um, But that's a place that I just absolutely loved it there, and I've been dying to go back ever since. So um, that would probably be mine. For sure. I love it there. Yeah. It's the best. How about you? I would probably take my parents to Poland. Um, I went to Poland when I studied abroad in college, and my dad, also, hold on, correction, I went to one city in Poland. My dad thinks I've seen the whole country and I know everything (laughs) about it. Um, We're Polish, and so he's really super interested in it, and he asks me all the time about all these facts about (laughs) Poland, and I'm like, I have no idea, dude. I went to one city. I can tell you about one city, and so I'd love to take them there um, for us to to finally learn all the answers to his burning questions. Yes, that'd be a good trip. That'd be fabulous. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Tim. Yeah, thank you. And Catherine for all of your tips about how you can manage your time better and work-life balance. So thank you so much for joining us today um, live from the green couch. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, feel free to send us an email, reach out to us on our website, give us a call. You know how to find us anywhere, anytime, um, except for maybe on the times where we're unplugged and working on our work-life balance. But other than that, thank you for joining us and be sure to check out the rest of our episodes.